Hey guys, and welcome to the Get Life Podcast. And you're like, oh, Bish, you're back. Where were you? Um, yeah, I'm not going to really say where I was. I was doing some really, really interesting stuff. Um, some stuff with Get Life Podcast Kunai. So if you want to go check that out. Whoa, that was some shameless self-advertising. Um, but that's fine. And today, we're going to be talking about some stuff. But first, we have a special guest. Introduce yourself, guest. Hello, I'm Swan. I was in the other Dynasty Warriors podcast. How are you? Not that you can answer me. Yeah, I was I was just going to say that now. I was like, they can't hear you, Swan. Just... <laughs> they can hear me. That's how those other people said that I was cute. Swan, you, you shouldn't really say that on the podcast. Now everyone's going to be like, oh man, she's big headed or, or whatever. If you think Swan is big headed, please tweet me at Get Life Podcast with the hashtag... Um... Um, Excuse me, you're the one who was like, oh, all these girls are fangirling over me. Oh my god. Yeah, because it happens. I, I get really excited when I meet fans in real life. Like I was on the train one day, and I was writing something for, um, like, notes for Get Life Podcast Kunai, which you guys should go check out on iTunes. No, but anyway, so I was writing something for that, and then a girl went up next to me, and she, she was sitting next to me on the train, and she looks at what I'm writing, and she asks, can I see what you're writing? And I'm really scared at this moment in time, because I wrote some really weird shit about an anime and it was about free and there was some notes about Nagisa so I was like I can't show this to people and then I was like yeah you can see it and then she read it and she was like are you bish and I was like what the fuck how the hell do you know me holy shit and I, I got what? I got really scared because I was like how do you know who I am and then her friend was like oh we met you before and I was like what how the hell did you meet me and then she said oh you know, in the line in MCM, where when you were going to meet Troy Baker, we were talking to you. And I was like, I think I remember. I just can't quite remember. And then she <laughs> told me everything, the, the whole conversation. I was like, oh, shit. And then I was like, okay, I met these people. I have to give them something. I have to give them something because they met me and they saw me and they recognized me. And so I gave, I made these key rings of our logo. And I had my personal one and I took it off off my keys and I gave it to them I said there you go that's a gift for you guys and that was nice that was a nice experience and then everyone else on the train started looking at me like who the fuck is this guy um <laughs> but I enjoyed it you know it was it was lovely to to meet people that actually know who I am which is kind of weird but yeah are you sure they weren't like creepy stalkers maybe I I don't mind if they were because they said when I met them at MCM, they said, oh, we saw you at Eurogamer Expo. That, and I was like, okay, cool. So they might be following me. Which is fine. <laughs> That's not good, Fish. It's, it's fine, Swan. As long as there's fangirls, it's fine. Oh my god. You are gross sometimes. I'm not gross! Jesus! <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gross at all. And you think that only because of my opinions on Love Life. Are we going to talk about Dynasty Warriors or are we going to talk about your we can talk about whatever in we anime want. girls? Nico is best girl. No. Nico is best girl! Leave her alone. Mm -mm. Okay, who else can I pick as best girl? I can't pick anyone else. If I pick, what's her name? Uh, Nozomi, that's like, that's weird as well. Like, I can't but she's like everyone's best girl. But there's a reason. Okay, this isn't about anime. I just want to, who is your best girl in Love Live? Umi. Why? Excuse me? I'm saying why. Alright, we're not talking about oh anime. God. Swan, why do you do this to me? Why do you do this to yourself? 
why you do this to me, Swan? Umi is quite cute, but <laughs> I think Nika's a lot better looking. Nika, Nika, Nika. And another thing I like about Nika before I, I go on to Dynasty Warriors is that she's Sundara. She's very Sundara, and I like that. I like Sundara. Um, excuse me. Do you have you not seen Maki? Yeah, Maki is Sundara, but Nika. She's cute. like the biggest. Yeah, but she's not as cute. Nico, have you seen the rest of Nico's family as well? I want to see what their dad looks like. If if all everyone in the family, the brother looks the same, the sisters look, the mum looks the same. How, what does the dad look like? That's what I want to know. I'll never find out. I hope the dad looks exactly the same, but then it'll be kind of weird because you'll think, okay, there's something weird going on here. You can just watch a movie. Is the dad? I'm sure they'll have. Is, is the dad going to be in the movie? I haven't watched it, so I can't say. Did I show you my my uh, love life poster? I don't want to see it. It's amazing. It has the whole <laughs> cast there, and because they're, they're getting a um, a dub, so they were announcing oh, the dub. Oh God! I don't know what the dub's gonna be like. Probably shit. Better not be like the free dub. The Ugh. don't talk about the free dub. It's, it's all right. <laughs> they have a good cast, but I feel that it's just like I want to see how they're gonna do the Australia episode in season two. But that's because you know he's Rin is speaking English and it's so amazing, amazingly bad. But it, it's great. But anyway, anyway, talk about Dynasty Warriors here. Yeah, you didn't invite me here to talk about anime, so that's a bit back rude. on track, Bish. All right, yeah. So Dynasty Warriors, um, as you know, um, Swan, do you still do the Dynasty Warriors blog thing? Obviously. Yeah, Swan still does it. <laughs> I'm still a mod. I think. Am I? Yes. Uh, you are. Yes. I haven't. I, I've been too lazy to remove no, you. No, don't remove me. That's, <laughs> that's a part of me. That's part of my life. Um, I answer questions from time to time because I get it by email. So it tells me if someone... But no one's asking questions and I'm like, oh, man. Um, you just haven't seen them. Sarah and I have been answering No, for some reason it's not... I normally get emails that say, oh, there's a new question. And I, I haven't been getting any emails, which is kind of weird. I need to check that because I love... Maybe you turned it off. I don't think I did, but I'll check, I'll check, in case I did. Because I mean, I, there I, is a really cute one asking who would we pick to be, like, our roommates. And that was, that was very cute. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, you missed that. I, uh, can we, can we get a bunch of the questions now and just answer them? Please. No. Please. No. Please. I, no. Can I at least answer that one now? Who would, who would I want as yeah, a roommate? Yeah, sure, go oh, ahead. Please. You can pick five. I, five? And why. Five, okay, um... I would have Zhao Yun mm -hmm. because, you know, I heard something that he, um, you know, when Liu Bei was poor and, you know, they slept in a bed together and I thought, you know, maybe I'll have Zhao Yun sleeping in a bed with me because that, that sounds cute. I'll have that. That's one thing. <laughs> so he's in my room. He's sharing a room with me, Zhao Yun. And then I would have, who else would I have? I would have uh, Guan Yin Ping. Cause she's, oh, she, God. She's a badass. <laughs> <laughs> and I, who else will I have? I'll have um, Guan Yu, because, you know, his beard is amazing. Um, but on a serious note, who else would I have? I would have... I, I'm not going to have Wang Yuanji. I wouldn't. I think Are you sure about I'm, I'm that? I'm completely sure. I'm completely sure. Even though I'm, I'm like, Wang Yuanji's biggest fan, I wouldn't you have... Are. I wouldn't have Wang Yuanji, because I want Sumo Zhao there as well. I just want Sumo Zhao, because I know he's... We're going to have meat buns all the time. He knows how to party. And Zhang Fei. Zhang Fei because he drinks so much. And he knows how to eat. And I think 
I feel like he would destroy everything, though. Yeah, but that's fine. It, are you talking about like a, like, a, like a frat house situation? Because he would be like an amazing guy in a frat house, I think. Giant are you fame. sure about that? Yeah. But if he would not, have to pay for a lot of stuff. He's going to pay for it. I'm not, actually, no, but these people are <laughs> poor, so mm, <laughs> shoe is not really a, a profitable thing. It, yeah, That's so it. I don't okay, think cool. he's going to pay for anything. But Summa Zhao, he's kind of rich, so, you know, <laughs> maybe Summa Zhao. Um, hmm, who else? Who's, like, the most... I wouldn't say Dong Zhuo. Dong Zhuo would be really, really, like... I wouldn't want him anywhere near my bins. Because I, have, I haven't imagined he would... <laughs> I imagine that he will be outside just eating from our bins. Um, like, <laughs> that's what I think. Um, hmm, instead of Zhang Fei, who can I have instead of Zhang Fei? I think... <clears throat> I think... Um, How about Liu Shan? No. What? I think I respect Liu Shan a lot more now. But Excuse think, me? No, Liu Shan is like, oh, I can't do anything. He was my number one pick. <laughs> Why? Cause he's a super chill looking guy. I feel like I he's, he's just going. all the time. I think he's just been Stop taking a that. lot of weed. Stop that! Don't like, oh, say yeah, that about sorry. my little baby. He... Okay, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll reject that statement. But I think someone who, what? Looks... who, I'll, I'll reject the statement I said about Lucian. I'm taking that back. Good. But what I, I would say, <clears throat> Lucian. And the reason I say that is that I can imagine having a serious conversation with Lucian and I'm and he's like kinda like the friend where you go for advice. I'm like, Lucian, man, I just got out of this big relationship, blah blah blah. And he's like, Yeah, cool, let's talk about it. And then let's let's just chill. And he's he's chill. I think that's the guy I would go for. Uh, I feel well. like I'd only pick him if he walked around in the apartment naked. Lucian. Honestly. Really? Yes. That's very interesting. So him, uh, Sun Tzu, and uh, many of the other men. I think Sun Tzu, yeah. Sun Tzu is... As long as they're topless. But I yes. have a feeling that Sun Tzu is really, like, hairy. And I'm okay with that. I'm, I mean, down there. Okay. Yeah. I don't know and... why. I just ima I just imagine that he he's, like, really, like, you know, jungle guy. <laughs> And some people are into that. And I just find that, you know, maybe Lucian is, like, more reserved. You know, he's not, he, you know, he knows how to trim himself up. <laughs> and then I think that Zhou Yu is just completely bold down there. Is this PG-13 no, this or... Is, this, this podcast has always been explicit. I think when, okay, when we just had making Chin, sure. I remember last time we had Chin on the podcast, it was like, we had a question where it was like, okay, which characters from Dynasty Warriors would you have an orgy with? And it was like, <laughs> and I was listing some characters that I, I honestly shouldn't be listing. Because it makes Damn. me feel like Dong Zhua. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel I felt really evil. And I shouldn't, really. And Wang Yuanji was like number one on that list. Cause, you know, she's, oh, God. Um, but yeah, let's talk about Dynasty Warriors. So what, what was the last Dynasty Warriors game you played? Uh, that would be <laughs> the new Empires that came out. See, I've never played Empire. And why like I didn't... any empires? No, I played. I used to play a lot of empires since Dynasty Warriors Five Empires. Oh, okay. And then I played six empires, but I didn't play six until many years yeah. later. Yeah. And then uh, seven empires, and I stopped at seven empires. Reason is is because Tecmo Koei has been, um, or Koei Tecmo as it is now, they've been making the games for PS4. 
so I don't necessarily have the opportunity to play it. And even if it was released on PlayStation 3, I just feel bad about buying it on PlayStation 3 and then buying it again on PlayStation 4. I always kind of hate that. That's another reason I didn't buy Extreme Legends. I didn't buy Extreme Legends because I knew it was coming out on PS4 as like a complete edition. So I thought to myself, I said, okay, I might be getting a PS4 soon, so I won't buy it. But I still don't have a PS4 and it's been two years, so... <laughs> this is me with a lot of PS4 games that are being like re-released. So that's that's my issue there. So I think that's one thing that I really haven't been playing Dynasty Warriors for. Um, and I'm not going to get it on the Vita because <clears throat> as much as I love the PlayStation Vita, I think Dynasty Warriors isn't really a game that should be ported to the Vita. It doesn't go well. That's just my opinion. I've never played a Vita before. Mm. So I can't I can't comment on that. But I, I kind of want to get everything on PC, like everything that's available on PC, at least. Well, why is that? I don't know. I just want to try it out. I've I've just started playing all game, uh, most of my games on the PC, mm-hmm. and it's kind of fun. Um, a mouse is sometimes easier than using like an actual controller. So are you saying, have you tried a Dynasty Warriors games on PC? On PC? Yeah. No. Because no. that's what I'm thinking. How Would it be weird to play it with keyboard and mouse? Or would you have to plug in the controller? Because I do know they have controller support for those games. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. I, I might awkward. have to try that. Because I used to play Dynasty Warriors online. You know, the kind of MMO type game. On PC, they've obviously stopped that game. It was running a Dynasty Warriors 5 engine. And it was going mm-hmm. on until like probably Dynasty Warriors 7. And then it stopped. Really? Yeah. It's <clears throat> That game has been... It's quite a good game. Like I, I loved it. It's not. I don't think it's developed by Technicoli, but you know, it's pretty much Dynasty Warriors Five and the way it works. Um, and I think it was an interesting game. It's still going on in Japan, though. In in form of uh, they sell it as a. Oh yeah, copy. they 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 uh, got rid of it in the in the West. Yeah. Right. They got rid of it in the West because I think <clears throat> on in the West it was a PC game and it was done by a different company. Uh, mm-hmm. In Japan, it was Technicoli, I believe. And then they done it as um, physical discs to play on the PlayStation 3. And, you know, it's I, I'm not sure if it, it was their answer to, you know, the whole Final Fantasy MMO thing. Maybe it was uh-huh. kind of their solution to that. But for me, it was an enjoyable game to play. Not many people were playing it. But, you know, I liked it. And even playing it on the keyboard and mouse, that was kind of fun. Like, you get used to it after a while because it's such a simple game. It's Dynasty Warriors 5 at the end of the day. It's not really something... As advanced as Dynasty Warriors 8 <clears throat> or Dynasty Warriors 7. That's where my kind of issues come in with the PC version. And if anyone has played the PC version, tell me. I want to know how it's like. Have you played it on PC? Yeah, I want to know too. Yeah, because it would be interesting to see that do people actually play it on a keyboard and mouse? Or do people play it with a controller on PC? Because, you know, obviously PC has its advantages, you know, with... Uh, obviously it depends on how boss your PC is, but, you know, potentially you can get better graphics and all of that kind of stuff. And mods. I'm not sure if Dynasty Warriors even has mods. Oh, yeah. I actually saw a few in the tags on Tumblr. There, uh, Most of the mods are just, like, changing hair colors or giving them different outfits. But they're cool. That's the thing. Like, giving them different outfits and messing with character character models and stuff like that. That's great. And I like that. And I like how Tecmacoy is allowing that. But at the same time, it's, it's going to be... It's going to get to a point where people are going to do nude mods like they've been doing it with other Tecmo games like DOA and stuff like that so mm-hmm. I think it's about time people are gonna do it it's gonna I happen. mean have you been through the tags lately on Tumblr no yeah but I can imagine that it 
has stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they have a few stuff in the tags that are not safe for work. But, you know, that's that's another thing. It's like, there's a lot of fan service elements in Dynasty Warriors. Even since the beginning, it's, you know, oh, definitely. there was. And I think that's not something to shy about. And that's another thing. Like, when people see games from Asia, or specifically from Japan, they're like, oh, man, tits, ah. People get afraid. I don't understand why. <laughs> like, there's so many games like that. Um, another thing, it brings me, I said tits, and it brings me back to Lian Shur. I want to know how she's doing. It does... Does she look the same? Because I haven't played, you know, the new game where she has the new weapons. I think she has new weapons, doesn't she? She has like a. She does. Um, does she look the same? Does she look she the does. same? Like, or is her Musos the same? Because I haven't really played Empires or Extreme Legends, and I know there was a lot of weapon changes, which I'm not a big fan of. But I'll be honest, I haven't played as her because. Mm -hmm. I just don't want to. I usually, if I'm playing Empires, I'm gonna play as uh, one of my own, someone that I created. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, Fair that's enough. what Empires is about, is it not? <laughs> it is, and I think that's it's a... basically an ultimate game. Kind of, yeah. You do have a point there, but at the same time, Empires is kind of, at least from what I realized, in the West, is very popular. Um, compared to the other Dynasty Warriors games, because I, I remember when Dynasty Warriors 7 Empires came out, and they, this was when the demo was out, and in the newspapers, you know those free, well, you wouldn't know this because you don't live in London, but if you live in London, <laughs> there's a lot of free newspapers that they give you on to, to read on the train, and there was in the gaming section, there was this thing where they hyped Dynasty Warriors uh, 7 Empires, the demo, and they were like, yeah, buy the game now, and it's like, and they didn't even talk about the whole Japanese, uh, not Japanese history, sorry, I'm getting confused with Samurai Warriors, <laughs> they didn't even focus the whole romance of the three kingdoms thing. They were like, you can make your own characters, and you can. I rule think it's China. the customization part that yeah. really brings in people it's to true. play empires, it's true. and and that's great because then it brings people into the storyline, and it's like, oh, this was a cool game. I want to try yeah. eight, and I want to try eight extreme legends, and it gets people there for a long time. I know people that you know play Dynasty Warriors for empires, and then they com they stayed on. Um, obviously, I started off Dynasty Warriors two OG. Um, <laughs> I only say that because a lot of people kind of get confused with Dynasty Warriors 2 and they think, oh, that's the second game. But at the same time, it's the first game. Like, that's, that's how I feel it. I mean, that's how Japan sees it. That's how Japan sees it because, you know... Because the first game was really, really different. The first game was a fighting game. It was similar exactly. to Soul Calibur or something like that. It's a fighting game with weapons. And, you know, over here, because they didn't... Uh, it's a new. It's technically a new IP. That's what it was. But yeah. with branding and stuff, you have to kind of release it as the second game. So people know. So people that love the first game can play the second game. That was what it was. And it was a really big deal over there. And, you know, in the UK and stuff. And fun fact, I met someone who actually worked on Dynasty Warriors 2 in the UK. <gasps> oh, and nice. It, yeah, it was, it was kind of random. His name is Hideki. I've had him on the podcast before. He owns, um, like, a manga shop in the UK. Um, oh. And I met him, and I was, I was talking about... Uh, dynasty warriors we obviously call it dynasty warriors in the uk so um <laughs> i don't call it that because I, I used to i used to see the adverts and they're like dynasty warriors 2 out now and i was like yeah um but yeah so he was talking about dynasty warriors and stuff and we, we were just having conversation and he was like yeah i worked on that game and i was like what how the hell and he was like yeah i worked on localization and i worked on the whole graphics design thing and making the adverts and all that stuff it was very interesting to talk to him and i and uh a couple of days later, I got like a, a poster in in the post, and it was a Dynasty Warriors 2 poster from, you know, when it was first released, 
and I was like, oh my god, that's, that's freaking amazing. And I was I was really happy about that. Because, um, you know, I'm, Dynasty Warriors 2, to this day, is still my favorite game. Really? Yeah. Mainly because it's shit. I know, I know it's shit, but there's so much nostalgia. <laughs> I, um, I was six years old when I played that game. And it was like my, it was like my first game. And I was just like, oh my god. I had other games. But this was like the first game I kind of connected with. And I was like, this is cool. This was fun. And there was that kind of educational bit. You know, you always, in Dynasty Warriors, is, I'm not sure if, if they still continue this, but they have this kind of encyclopedia within the game. They do. They still and, have that. And that's great because then you can teach people about it. And yeah, it's not really in-depth information. Some of it is. But you learn more and you're like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I want to know more about Cao Cao. Or I want to know more about Sun Jian. It's like, it kind of gets you involved. And that's, it, I think... It does. Me, I mean, that it could be a starting point to get into, like... Chinese history mm. and that's really cool you know it's a really it's a really interesting topic and there's a lot to know about it there's a lot of books written about it definitely and if you look on tumblr there are tons of blogs that that um that talk about what happened in the games but what happened in real life you know mm -hmm. and that's what I like is just comparing the game to real life and it's like oh okay so Liu Bei and stuff and he threw his kid on the ground and stuff and that's, not, that's not really <laughs> mentioned in the game do you know what I mean no it's, there, it's, it's not, not. <laughs> but you know I've seen some I remember this comic on Tumblr and it was like I felt really bad laughing at it but it was like oh he brings in his son <laughs> and he just throws the kid on the ground and then it just it goes into the future just Zhuge Liang I think I've seen that <laughs> and Zhuge Liang is just taking care of him like a babysitter and then he just Liu Xian uh, with like not building blocks but you know those ones with the alphabet on them and I I was like oh man whoever did this <laughs> it's hilarious but at the same time it's like it made me real feel really bad inside <laughs> but, yeah. but it's fun to see things like that I really like seeing the fan works um, that you see on tumblr yeah, of course. some of them are really interesting some of them are really cute so, yeah that's true some of them are really cute but I, I think what I love Thing even more than that is that when you go to a big convention and you see Dynasty Warriors cosplays, that always amazes me. Like I was at um, uh, London, yeah. London Comic Con, and that's like the biggest anime and gaming and whatever event there is, basically. And the amount of people I saw a guy Guan Yu, and I was like, "Oh, you're awesome, you're Guan Yu." And we spent talking like for ages, maybe an hour, just talking about Dynasty Warriors. And then I saw like a Wang Yuanji, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is Wang Yuanji in real life." <laughs> She looked like Wang exactly like Wang Yuanji, and the Sumo Zhao looked even better. Like I was like, okay, oh. I'm I'm hoping you weren't being a total creep to them. No, I wasn't. No, um, okay. I was good. just like, oh, do you mind if I take a picture? And they're like, yeah, cool. And then they asked, do you like Dynasty Warriors? I was like, yeah. And I told them what I like and blah blah. blah. And we spoke about their cosplay and stuff. And that that stuff takes ages. Like they took months and months and maybe Obviously. more than half a year. And it was perfect, like exactly perfect to what the game was showing. And they look perfect as well. well. Not perfect, but they look like the characters themselves. It was like I was talking to Wang Yuanji and Sumo Zhao. I have to admit, the <laughs> Sumo Zhao cosplayer was a lot better because he wasn't wearing a wig. That was actually his hair. Wow, really? Yeah. And I was like, can I, can I touch your hair? It was kind of creepy, <laughs> but I, I let, he let me. And I was like, it was kind of cool. It was, um, it was really fun, especially when cosplayers take it that extra mile. Um... It's really cool. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I haven't seen this one, Swan. I haven't seen this. Oh. <laughs> I just sent Fish a link to um to something on Tumblr where 
Liu Bei is throwing down Liu Shan. <laughs> and it's so America as well. It's because, you know, American football. <laughs> America. Um, another thing I, I like about Dynasty Warriors is that they kind of take characters' <clears throat> stories to another level. Although I feel that within the mo more recent games, that's been taken away. To some, to some extent, like, for instance, Dynasty Warriors 8. Oh, I know you've played that game. Uh, like, Guan Yingping and the whole Guan family were kind of mm -hmm. stripped down. Like, they only had, like, maybe one or two battles. And it was like... They were. It was kind of Definitely. disappointing. And, I, and I'm, I'm not sure if they had that stuff in Extreme Legends, which they probably do, because that's what they do. They, they put more content in Extreme Legends so people can learn the stories. Like for me, but it's like one story maybe that's that's just for those characters. Like, I know a few characters only had one one battle where they where the player could control them. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I I actually we got a we got a a message about one of these about something like that actually. Uh, they were like, let me just find it. Hold on. They were just saying how like. They were saying, don't you just hate it when your main is playable for, like, two stages. And honestly, it's true. Uh, look at Peng Tong. He only got one, one and stage. he died. Yeah, that's true. He died. The thing is with that was, you know, you got loads of characters in this game now. I think maybe 70 or more than 70 playable characters. I remember back in mm -hmm. the day, Dynasty Warriors boasted the fact that, yes, we have 30 playable characters. And that was a big deal. You've pretty much doubled it yeah. in the space of 10 years. So giving characters enough playtime is very difficult to do um, it is but i feel that you know if people want to know more storyline on Liu Bei and blah 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 and all that they should kind of <clears throat> focus on the new characters in the game and give them more of a story because that's the only way i think dynasty warriors is gonna go forward because me playing the same i know i'm gonna be playing the same battles again and again and again i'm always gonna be playing battle <laughs> of Cherby and all of that but at the same time, I want to know more about these new characters. Like, this is another thing. What Dynasty Warriors 7 did really well was it kept all of that, all the old story, and it, it had its gene story mode. That was never seen before, you know? It was a new thing, and people kind of got to experience Suma Zhao and the Suma family, and mm -hmm. they got to experience Suma Yi in another way as well. And that's that's another thing. I'm kind of still upset about um, the passing of <laughs> Suma Yi's uh, voice actor in Japanese. It was, it was kind oh, of... yeah. That's another thing. Every time we talk about Dynasty Warriors on the podcast, I have to mention him because, you know, he's kind of awesome. And I, I loved his Japanese voice. And I think he was like my favorite character to play as in Japanese because, you know, that laugh Aww. is just amazing. It was very spot on. It, it was. was. Good. And I'm not sure what they're going to do. Because this, this is another thing. What are they going to do with that? Are they going to keep his laugh and then have someone else do the voice acting? Or how is that going to work? I mean, they did get a new voice actor, didn't they? I'm guessing they did for story-based stuff. But, I, I mean, heard like, they got, um, I heard they got the voice actor who does Seema Shir. They got the same guy. What? Yeah, they got the same person to do Seema mm. Yir's voice in the Japanese version, I think. That's the thing. I'm hoping they kind of keep in at least the laugh. Because, you know, in the games, they kind of recycle, oh, this is the Muso yeah. thing they say or whatever. They kind of recycle that stuff and then... They've done, they've done that since Dynasty Warriors 7. If you notice Dynasty Warriors 7's audio to Dynasty Warriors 8, it's the same. I'm sure they'll do it but I for hope, the future I games. But I hope they actually at least keep his laugh in there because that laugh is iconic and that's been there <laughs> since the first Dynasty Warriors game, since Dynasty Warriors 2. So he's been there from 
the beginning. And that, to me, that's like a big deal. And if they kind of, yeah, I'm not, I'm not pushing away the new voice actors and stuff. But if they, if they try and do the laugh and it's not quite as good, I feel that it's, it's kind of a shame, really. I can't handle that. <laughs> I mean, you have to give them a chance. Yeah, I'm going to give them a chance. But everyone's I mean, I, going they to get at least, For his memory, they should at least keep that laugh in. You know, at least Muso laugh. I'm sure they will. Laugh. It's an iconic laugh for yeah. all the fans of the game. And another thing is, when we get voice actors on and stuff like that, we actually get them to do the laugh, which is obviously you might have heard <laughs> Sumai, um, Sumai. I was going to say Suma Jows. I mean, KG's. You might have heard KG's or Eren's laugh. I think Eren did it a lot better than KG. Sorry if you guys are listening, <laughs> but I, I think I said it before, but it was. I want to see, like, um, I want to try and get, like, uh, Carl Bear on it, on the podcast, and kind of talk to him about, you know, Suma, Suma Yi and stuff, because he was Suma Yi since Dynasty Warriors 6, I think. Damn. Yeah, so he's been there <laughs> quite a long time. Another thing is, I, I recently got to meet, every time I go to these expos, I see a lot of Dynasty Warriors uh, voice actors, so I recently met um, Lex Lang, who's the voice of, he used to be the voice of Suma Yi, but he's also the voice of Zuga Liang from the beginning, so. Oh. He, he's kind of cool. Um, he signs. Is his stuff. voice different in real life? He is very different. He's he's it really is. like energetic, and he's not like oh, somebody, you know, like, <laughs> Young is like really. He's he's more outspoken, and he's a lovely guy, and he's really energetic. And I told him, oh, can you just sign this for me? And he was, and the thing is, at these expos now, it used to be free. You had to pay money, and his line was empty. So I went up to him, and I was like, dude, I don't have the money. And he was like. Don't tell anyone, but I'm going to sign this for you because you're a cool guy. And I was like, oh my god! I was fangirling <laughs> so much and I I loved it. Because especially when voice actors and, and voice actresses are really cool like that. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I remember when I met Yuri, voice of Sunsa. And I also met, guess who oh I met god. as well? I met... Oh, you met the... Mm, I think Tara, I know. Tara Platt, voice of Wangu Angie. Mm. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. I, I really found God at that moment and I was like, I think you told me about that yeah I'm gonna tell this everyone I told you not to many stop. people not many people knew and what happened was um, no one she was signing for stuff and no one was really going to her they were sitting next to each other everyone was like Yuri 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 sign this for me because you're this character in Naruto or you were this character in Persona and then Tara is just like just there just doing nothing and I'm like and I skipped Yuri <laughs> to be honest I was like <laughs> you know what Yuri's cool but you're better. And <laughs> can you sign this for oh me? And, and she did. And she was like, you know what? You, you're awesome. You're the first kind of person that said that to me. And then Yuri looked at me and then he was like, what, what did he say? And I was like, what, what? No, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> it was very interesting. And then I came back again. And then, because I had another copy of a game. I had, um, it's with me now. It's the Wii U version of Warriors Orochi. Um, and I had another copy because for some reason, Chin gave me two. So, I got that one signed, and then I went to, I went to Yuri and Tara, and, and the person at the line told me, "No, you can't bring two things." And then I gave them the things, and then um, uh, Yuri was like, "No, don't worry about her. I'll just sign it." And then Tara, what what happened with Tara was that she she took both of them and she hid them underneath each other, and she was like, "I can only see one here," and she signed both of them, and I was like, "You're amazing, <laughs> you're amazing." And then after that, I came back again, and I was like, I'm sorry, I'm annoying you. I'm in this line too many times today. And they were like, you know what? Because you've been in this line for so many times, let's have a picture with you. 
And I was like, uh, oh my god. And I took a picture with him and Yuri hugged me. Yuri, I felt like, oh my god, that was like one of the best hugs I've had. Yuri, Yuri Lowenthal hugged me. And I, I don't know, I'm sounding really creepy now, but it was really nice that, to see like a voice actors actually being human beings. Because, you know, you don't imagine them as such. You think, oh, yeah, this is my favorite character and they should be like this character. But they're really cool. Uh, I also met Zhang Liao as well. That was um, that was awesome. You I, told me. Yeah, no, he was cool because everyone was in the line for Etsy because he's the voice of Etsy. Yeah. And I was like, dude, just sign this. And he was like, Zhang Liao. And I was like, <laughs> I'm kind of upset that they changed Zhang Liao's voice as well. I am too. When I heard the new one, I was like, <laughs> this doesn't sound right. What happened to the old one? I, I think he was, uh, he had to record He sounds like else. Liu Bei. He, he is Liu Bei's voice actor. I know, and I'm like, what? It was kind of awkward. And the thing is, um, I think the reason they'd done that was because the voice actor for Zhang Liao had some other things to do because he was in a lot of other games. Yeah. And he's the voice of Sonic as well, so, you know, you have to prioritize what is going to get you more money or what, or whatever, really, because, you know, this is a job at the end of the day. And, Aww. you know... I hope he comes back I for, hope like, so as well. I the hope next so. one, maybe. That's another thing. The next Dynasty Warriors is probably going to be... It's probably Dynasty Warriors 9, I'm guessing. But That's what I think, that's too. What I'm, it has to be. They're not going to go back from, from 8. But... I hope that they do something with Dynasty Warriors. Like they change it up in a way, and I feel that Dynasty Warriors is is becoming kind of like I don't want to say it sounds very crude when I say this, and I'm going to anger a lot of people when I say this. But Dynasty <laughs> Warriors is becoming the Japanese Call of Duty, essentially, and I, and I don't mean in terms of gameplay. I mean in terms of there's a new Dynasty Warriors pretty much every year. Every year, and yeah. I remember back in the day, I had to wait two or three years. To get a Dynasty Warriors game. And I think they need to kind of... Yeah, they know they, that's easy cash money. That's easy money. But at the same time, they need to take more risks with Dynasty Warriors. And I think... They really do. Um, I, although I, I love the games. Yeah. And I love the recent ones. It, I think they do need to have a change. Yeah. That's another thing. It's like... From Dynasty Warriors... Six to Dynasty Warriors Seven, you can tell. Like Dynasty Warriors Six was a shit, shitty game. Sorry, but it was, it was something. And they took, uh, they took some stuff from Dynasty Warriors Six. Yeah, they tried doing something new. They went for it, but then they learned from their mistakes and made Dynasty Warriors Seven amazing. It, you know, they really did. Um, I was surprised because after I played Six, I was like, should I be excited about Number Seven? <laughs> yeah, even I was the same way. And then they they brought in some mechanics like climbing ladders and. And, yes. Uh, swimming <laughs> and climbing uh, mountains and stuff, and they brought those mechanics in, and that was lovely. And they brought back the the nicer costumes. Yes, that was, that's another thing. They, mm -hmm. they they didn't go too crazy with it, and they dropped some things, and then they kind of brought in all the good stuff from six and all the good stuff from previous games, and brought it in to make seven, which I loved about seven. And to this day, I think seven is kind of better than eight, than eight because eight is kind of eight kind of seems like a big DLC for me. That's what it feels like. Uh, because characters... I don't know. I like 8 better only because 7 didn't... Like, 7, you were restricted to just a few characters, few same characters in every stage for every kingdom. But with 8, they mixed it up a lot more. And I like that. Like, I didn't have to play as, as um, Sun Chuan, like, 50 billion times. 
and I didn't start to hate him in 8. Yeah, but that, that's the thing with Dynasty Warriors 8. I think Dynasty Warriors 8 did it better in story mode, but I think that as an overall game, you know, in comparison, because, you know, the game before 7 was shit, so it was a big leap. <laughs> and I feel that Definitely. the leap between 7 and 8 wasn't really big enough for me to be like, oh, man, 8 is amazing. It was just like, oh, okay, 8 is just minor improvements. You know, 8 seems like an update as opposed to a new game for me, in my honest opinion. Um, <clears throat> one thing I liked about 8 was, you know, the ambition mode and all of that. That was cool. But then once you finished oh, yeah. it, there's nothing else to do in the game once you finish that. And I feel that they brought, they learned a lot from previous games. You know, 8 brought in a lot of stuff that uh, Omega Force were working on. You know, the whole, you know, that targeting system where there's like a red arrow on the screen that tells you where your enemy is when you're fighting them. And it's a 3D hour yes. arrow. That was taken from the Gundam games. Um, Shin Gundam Muso. That was taken from there. And the whole leveling up system, you know, the 100 levels or whatever, that was taken from <laughs> Warriors Orochi, as we know. So there's elements from each kind of game that's kind of been brought in. And they've been learning. And that's, that's interesting to see that. But at the same time, it's like, I want something more. I just don't... I don't want new characters... To buy a new game, I want I want new features. I want this and that. And Dynasty Warriors Eight. So as a what game, are you looking for? I'm looking for more more stuff to do within the game. You know, Dynasty Warriors is a game that you can repeat again and again. But I'm I'm free all day now, and I'm not playing games like Dynasty Warriors. I'm playing games like Samurai Warriors, which is something I would never have touched before, mm -hmm. because Samurai Warriors offers me a lot more. I don't know why that is. Tetmakoi seems like they're they're um, not focusing more on games like that, but they're taking more risks with, with Samurai Warriors. Samurai Warriors has a system, um, like a hyper attack system, where you know how when you're pressing square, 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 triangle, stuff mm -hmm. like that, that, that hyper mm -hmm. attack system is the same, but in the opposite way around. So you still got your square, square, triangle attacks, but then you've got triangle, 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 square. So then it adds, oh. it, adds, it pretty much doubles the amount of moveset. Sorry, I don't play Samurai Warriors, so... <laughs> no, for me, this was kind of... This is Samurai, very interesting. For me, Samurai Warriors 4 was my first Samurai Warriors game. So when I played it, it was very refreshing because it's like, oh, you have double the movesets. And that's a new system. And I think if they brought that into Dynasty Warriors, oh my god, that would be crazy. And I think that would be kind of badass. And people are like, oh, how can they implement that with two weapons? And I think that should only be attributed to the EX weapon. Like if you're going to have that double move set, that should, for balancing reasons, yeah. you should have it for the EX weapon only. Um, and it's great. And you know they've even taken some things from Dynasty Warriors, like you know the whole Musos, where it's not just hold down anymore. It's just you tap it once and it does it. Um, mm -hmm. But I find that Dynasty Warriors needs a lot more innovation to survive. It's obviously going to survive. It's obviously going to make a lot of money. But I mean like. If you compare it to Call of Duty, I used to play Call of Duty. I don't play it now anymore because it's the same. It's just it's the same <laughs> bullshit every year. I don't want Dynasty Warriors <laughs> to become that. Um, and I find that if you look at on the PlayStation Store about Dynasty Warriors and all that, and then you see the DLC, they have DLC that is worth more than the actual game. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. I was looking through all the DLC yesterday, and I was like, I wasn't sure if I wanted to spend that kind of money... Yeah, so I didn't, that's but the thing. It's, some it's, of them are a bit ridiculous. It is, and I think that if they said to me, oh, you can pay maybe £30 on a um, season pass, I would be inclined to pay that money for a season pass. Because the deal, like, you can buy a DLC pack that's £30, 
and the game now, like Dun we all we all know this, Dynasty Warriors games and Warriors games in general, they're like maybe sixty dollars upon release, and then a couple of months later they drop down in half because no one plays them and they're brand new <laughs> as well. So that's the thing. So when the game, when DLC is worth more than the actual game and it's not actually adding to the game, like it's just costumes, I find that's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, it's a bit. Like they yeah, it's could, a they bit could ridiculous. spend more time on chart, like on spending. They can spend more time on actual story development and um, story DLC as well. I think that's another thing. Instead of actually, hey, this is costumes that you had in the previous game many years ago. Like, I don't find the need to constantly Like, the buy... old costumes, I don't think they should be priced the way they are now. Neither. I think, I think the same way. It's a little way. Like, too high. How much is it in America when, when they release the old costumes for Dynasty Warriors 8? Um... I think it really depends on the pack. I, I know a few of them are like three dollars, mm. which are okay in my opinion. Um, but there are a few others that are a little more, and it's just like their costumes. They you know they can be two dollars. It's fine, but six dollars for something like that, I don't think I, I'd want to pay that much. They're original costumes as well. Like it's fair enough. It's nice to have fun original costumes, but at the same time, it's like I want to see new weapons i want to see new stuff in the game as opposed to hey here's a new costume because for me when i'm playing dynasty warriors i'm on, only going to use one costume like for for zhao yun that costume is the uh, romance of the three kingdoms costume because that's fucking badass um <laughs> for zhou yu that's obviously his dynasty warriors 5 costume because once again zhou yu had some really bad costume issues in dynasty warriors <laughs> 6 and dynasty warriors 7 and seven. And seven, yeah. And and then eight, they kind of fixed it, and I was like, at least he has the hair. At least he, he has the hair back. He was very so. good looking in eight. I I loved his entire yeah. look in eight. But something I'm still... It was a step up from the vampire look. Something I'm still kind of disappointed about is his weapon. The sword. He, they didn't bring that back, and they're bringing back I everyone's know. old weapons. It's like, oh, Yu Ying. That's another thing. Why the hell did Yu Ying... Have she? They they brought back her scythe thingy from Dynasty Warriors Four, and then they were like in Empires. I think they gave her the bow, the bladed bow. Um, they gave her the scythe, and then they took it away to give her the bow, which was. Uh, Be yeah, that I'm was a little her, mixed the on that because I love the scythe. It was one of my favorite weapons. Yeah, and, and I'm is, not a fan of the bow, but the, the thing is, the bow was taken from a game that really no one liked. Like, it was from Dynasty Warriors 6. I understand <laughs> yeah. that, yes, you're adding new weapons, but when you have a character that her musos all work with this, because, you know, her musos were with the staff before, and yeah. with the scythe, they still work. You can, it still you, works. You can use the same animations. But now yeah. they have to spend more time changing the the muso wep the weapons for the musos, all of that, and it's just like, why the hell would you do that? You could just include that as a DLC. Just standard DLC weapon if people wanted to choose. <laughs> and yes, you can still kind of use her old weapon. But it's like, I'm not going to have the EX. I'm not going to have the Musos with that old weapon. I'm going to have it with this stupid bow. You know, I'm, I mean, I'm you never know. They could, they could give her back the scythe um, in the next game. Maybe I, they I were testing so. I, it out. I think what what Tecmocoi and what, what they do with weapons, when they release DLC weapons, they are the weapons that are going to be for the new characters in the new game. You know, for instance, Juran, his weapon was a DLC weapon, I think, for Dynasty Warriors... Shit, I forgot which Dynasty... It was a Dynasty Warriors 8 DLC weapon. It was the Flame Bow. 
Yeah, uh, I'm not given, a fan of that, that weapon. Given, <laughs> that was given to him as the um, as his debut weapon, and I feel that they should they should really focus on not really weapon changes to characters because I feel that the characters have been there for a while that people have gotten used to their weapons. Um, for instance, Wang Yi, what what is up with her new weapon? I'm not a big fan of that. I mean, I've tried out that weapon. I, I don't really mind. I, I prefer her old weapon, but this one isn't bad. It's not. It's not like the. It's not like the bow blade. True, but at the same time, I feel that you're you're changing weapons so much that don't do that. Just just release them as DLC. Fair enough, and then focus them on new characters. And I'm I bet you I'm gonna see a new character in Dynasty Warriors Nine. That's their primary weapon is the scythe. And that Yu Ying will stay with the bow. And Zhou Yu will still have that stupid staff. They should give that staff to someone else and actually give him the sword. Because that sword is my childhood right there. And even if I'm well, playing Well, you as... never know. They could give it back to him in 9. I you... bet you. I bet you. Tecmo will be listening to this and they're like, Bish, because you want that, that staff to be gone. You're going to have <laughs> double staffs. Like, Zhou Yu will have double staffs or something dumb like that. Just to annoy me. Um... I feel that they're not going to do that, in my honest opinion, unless people want it. And I feel that if you guys want these stuff to happen, talk to Tecmo Koei. Talk to them on Twitter. It's at Koei Tecmo Europe, I think. So go talk to them there, because they're going to listen. I'm not sure the Americans will. I think you need to stay positive. The thing is, it's very difficult to stay positive when the game is going to be this kind of cash cow. I know, but just try to stay positive. I'll try my best one. Don't be like some of the people on Tumblr. I think that's where I'm going to. I'm going to be re I'm going to be that Tumblr person that just bitches about everything in a couple of years time. There's one person who writes like a series of like rants mm -hmm. um to the company complain I believe he started off complaining about um the localization and he complained about how they keep saying that we're getting a dub but then taking it away last minute. That's the thing with the, with the whole I think that people aren't uh, you're not entitled to a dub. People listening, especially that guy, I, I don't want to cause problems with him, but I'm like, after you telling me now, no one's entitled to a dub. And I feel that if you, exactly. want, if you want the game, fuck the dub. Like, I think that, yes, it's great. It's nice to have a dub. It's a really high-quality dub compared to other games out there. But at the same time, I would rather have the game with no dub than have, and have no game at all because that's probably where it's going to. This stuff is expensive. And it has a large cast. So it's going to get to a point where you're going to get as many, maybe 120 characters, possibly. You can't pay for that much voice acting. It just seems, it doesn't seem plausible, especially with the amount of money they have to spend and mm -hmm. how much money they make overseas. Because it, it might even get to a point it's, where Tech McCoy are like, you know what, we're not even bringing this overseas. You have to buy it imported. And I don't want it to get to that point, so I feel that, you know, if, if you guys just just stick with the <clears throat> stick with the uh, subs because it's better than having no game. And I feel that other games are not gonna have they're not gonna have the um, future games won't have the dub. I think, in my honest opinion, that's just me. What do you think? Like, I I feel that people are not entitled to a dub. Mm -hmm. I mean, it'd be nice to get dubs for all the games, um, but 
you know, the fact that we are getting the games is is great. We could end up not getting games from Japan. Like, I am a big fan of this one Otome game, but some of the games that they have for that specific series don't come to the U.S., and I can't play them. So I think we're very lucky to have all the Dynasty Warriors game come to the States, even if they're not completely dubbed. Mm-hmm. And it's great. I mean... I don't want to say that we should feel lucky because they're giving us games, but sometimes you just gotta, you know, count your blessings. I, I think so as well, especially localization teams, they work extremely hard. Exactly. Uh, especially to make the stories make sense in English. Exactly. Because there's a lot and... of jokes that don't necessarily translate well, so then they have to rewrite <laughs> that in English, and it's just, you don't notice it, but a lot of work goes into making these games happen. So yeah, to... I mean, I remember, I believe it was Empires where Chin made a tweet saying that, yes, we are getting a dub. But then um, last minute, he put up another tweet saying, no, we're not getting a dub. And I remember going on Tumblr, going through the tag, and I did see a lot of posts that were saying that were cursing him out. Which really isn't fair to him because he tried his best. I'm sure everyone there tried their best. And no one knows the full story. So I don't see why people take it out on the employees. Because they're the only people they can get in contact with. Like, the people see... But it's rude. But that's how it is with every company. Like, obviously, yeah. I, I would say Tetmokoi's fan base are a lot harsher um, <laughs> than other companies, I would say. Because... I don't know how to say this. It's because someone like Chin works really hard at his job and obviously their team is amazing. So people see that and they're like, they listen. So let me bitch about everything to them. Let me <laughs> give them my frustrations, which is fair enough. You're you're entitled to give your frustrations, but don't do it in but a way that kind of the is venting abusive. your frustrations is different from full out cursing yeah, out of course, someone of course, of course. who had nothing to do with it or they had no control over the situation. But that, that's what and I'm I think I remember Chin making a post telling people not to do that to him, and I felt horrible just watching him on Twitter. But that's, that's and I know a thing. few people on Tumblr with, were um, writing posts to support him. With community managers, that's something they have to deal with. That's part. That's obviously part of their job. I think. Yeah, me, definitely. I think he doesn't deserve it. I don't think anyone does. But people don't necessarily understand. They see Chin as this. Per- they think the way I see it is that. People think Chin is Tecmo Koei because he's the only one that communicates about that kind of stuff. You see what I mean? Even Americans, they don't go to Tecmo Koei America. They go to Chin because they're like, oh, this guy answers well, our queries. This guy tells us. In America, it's very quiet. You don't really. It is, and they like, are working on that. Some of the tweets that, so. are very are about games that already came out, mm. and it's like hyping you up for games that came out months ago, and it's kind of dumb. No offense to no, whoever's true. listening to this. Um, I think they got the American new... company needs to step up their game. They got a new community manager recently, so I, I think they are going to step up their game. And it's you know the whole the load that is on uh, Koei Tecmo's Europe's uh, Twitter feed and whatever is going to be split across, you know, um, hopefully Koei America, because they <laughs> from what I can see Koei America tends to focus on Tecmo games. From what I can see, you know, oh, this is DOA and stuff, and there's a new tournament in DOA going on, and blah, blah, blah. Because that's what it is. That's how I feel it is, and that's what they're talking about. And Yeah. Because those games are a lot popular. Because, you know, you it's have, more popular you have in a, Evo in the going on in America at the moment. So, 
that stuff gets a lot of money and it kind of gets a lot more advertising like pretty much the way i see it evo and stuff like that that's free advertising because people are playing tournaments of your game and whatnot and they're going to be using the costumes and all that and it's going to get people hyped and it's, it's very difficult to hype a game like dynasty warriors and japanese games because People are like, oh man, look at look at Yan Shirt. People might get put off by a character like Yan Shirt, or they might get put off by, um, you know, what was that character? He looks really creepy. I forgot his name. Creepy. Yeah, that one character. He looks re- Guo Hai. They might look at Guo oh. Hai and they're like, oh man, look at Guo Hai. He looks like I don't want to play that game. This guy's coughing what? everywhere. People are like that. I'll be honest with you. Well, people. I mean, on Twitter that I follow. Uh- a few people who are huge fans of him. No, I'm not, I mean, I'm he, not making he, fun of Guo Hai. I'm just saying that's what, how people I know, think. it's just... Ow. And, yeah. And, you know, Guo Hai is kind of cool, I have to admit. I like his weapon, and he's funny. But uh, I like him, and I like to play as him. The only complaint I have is that he's kind of slow after his Muso. <laughs> but that's because he's giving it all he's got. I know. I mean, he even falls onto the floor. He's trying his best. I think what I like about Gohai is that his his story and his um his kind of relationship with Tsumai is very interesting, you know. He's kind of I would say in debt. He's kind of in debt to Tsumai in a way and which I like. And same with uh you know Shaho Yuan, he's a big fan of him. He's like number one fan girl. Um and I think you you find out a lot in Dynasty Warriors 7 about him. Obviously in Dynasty Warriors 8 you kind of learn about the whole Shaho Yuan thing and it's like, "Oh man, mm-hmm. you know, I felt kind of sad, and there were moments in the game, in every Dynasty Warriors game, that actually does make me cry. In Dynasty Warriors 7, it was when um, oh, yeah. Jian Wei died. In- no, I think for me, it's always when... In Dynasty Warriors 7, it was when Liu Bei went crazy about Guan Yu and Zhang Fei. For 8, I think it was his death. A lot of my favorite moments are like, <laughs> shoe moments, sorry. No, that's fine. To be honest, I, I've been more accepting of Shu um, recently because I'm like, oh man, Zhou Yun. Um, oh, I, I love Zhou Yun so much now. It's like his, I, I kind of the love for these characters stemmed from a little game called uh, Warriors Orochi Three, because that game has the. I don't know how the hell Warriors Orochi Three has the time to kind of focus on character relationships because that game is pretty much a game made for shipping. That's what I think. And it kind of focuses it on it a lot. So when you get to play Dynasty Warriors, you actually see their personalities from Warriors Orochi, and you're like, oh man, that's kind of cool. Uh, especially with Joe Yun, he's like a very compassionate guy, and he's very calm. And <laughs> you know, he went after oh, Lucian, and he helped him. And even towards his death, he was still there. He's kind of old. Another thing is, he's an old character, yet they don't show him age at all. That yeah, he's I kind of want to see age character aging. That's the thing. He's Pretty much since since Huang Gai's been there, I think he's been there, and Huang Gai looks old. Zhou Yun, even towards the end, like the whole gene storyline, <laughs> he's still young, and he's I'm like, still young. I'm like, that's not how it's supposed to be. He looks like someone from Young Shu. That's what he's it. That's what he is, though, and that's the thing. It's kind of upsetting. It's, it's like... kind of weird, but honestly, I would love to see character aging. It would be really awesome. And I think the way they could do that is very simple. You can just do it as a form of costume. You see what I mean? Like yeah, and then each, obviously like I the... guess each stage they could change every couple stages they could change the costume to show that they're growing older, mm-hmm. which would be really cool. Like imagine seeing um, young Shu become 
like young to old. Mm. That would be very interesting. Obviously, you can't do it with all the characters, but I feel that exactly. characters like, because not all of them survive, but characters like um, Zhou Yun or something like that. Oh, not not Zhou Yun. I made I just made up a name, Zhao Yun. Um, <laughs> Yun. I'm getting confused between Zhou Yu and, and Zhao Yun. Um, Zhao Yun, I think he should age because I've I've seen the costume. You know the uh, Romance of the Three Kingdoms costume. It's obviously mm-hmm. based off that game, and I was hoping that he would have a alternate costume to that as well, where he was old and he had his beard. Because the artwork for Romance of the Three Kingdoms um, actually shows him old and young as well. So that, that game has that. It's not like Tecmo Koi can't do it. They can. Obviously, it's just a little bit more work in terms of costumes. But they make so many costumes anyway. Like, instead of doing might that, that well schoolgirl costume, you might as well... Ones. Yeah, exactly. It's like, instead of doing that schoolgirl costume, you could do... Oh, look, come on. Costume. Everyone loves a good um, high school AU. I'm alright with it, but they done it in Dynasty Warrior 7, fair enough. And then they just recycled... The, well, they, they made slight adjustments and then recycled the costumes. And I'm like, I have to pay for this again? That's what but disappointed come me. on... You, I mean, they're catering to the fans. Everyone wants a high school AU. Even, I mean, I would prefer a college AU. Um, but you know, everyone wants those um, alternate universe costumes so that they can they can um, write stories, create fan art, you know, create head head cannons. Mm, I think. That, that's what that's what makes the community bigger and it makes it thrive. Fair enough, but I think that um, Dynasty Warriors, in terms of its costumes, I would prefer to have crossover costumes from other games. Like, I want to see um, Zhao Yun wearing Yukimura's costume from Samurai Warriors. I think that would be kind of cool and stuff like that. And it's simple to do. Obviously, they've done it in Warriors Orochi, and I'm talking about Warriors Orochi because for me, Warriors Orochi was a game that I enjoyed more than Dynasty Warriors 8. I know that sounds really dumb, but that's because that game had more <clears throat> character development and you had more than 130 characters. So a game that had that much character development and that much kind of stuff in the game was kind of really interesting to me. And I think this is another, it kind of leads me onto another point where I think that Dynasty Warriors should get a lot more content in the game. And I think that Koei should kind of not, they should stop splitting the games and into three releases and just do one and, full release and either do one full release or do it as two releases as in you know have your empires as separate release and then have extreme legends and the original game in one release because they've done like it before what they did for the complete edition one yeah i think they should do that from now on because i like that that's why I would be more inclined to spend the same amount of money on the complete edition compared to the normal game. Because it, it, <laughs> it is the same price. That's an awkward thing as well. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> like, you should at least do that as a standard. And it's not like they don't. They probably have it already ready by the time. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I know. They Like, well, stuff that don't get into the know. full game. And it's not... They can't use the excuse... Before, you know, Extreme Legends used to be an expansion pack, you know, when DLC didn't exist or they couldn't fit everything on the disc. But now you can, you've can you proved it, Tecmo that you can fit it on the disc. Don't lie to us. Don't use that excuse. If I hear that, I'll be really, really upset because <laughs> I know that's not what's actually going on. So I, that's what I want to see. I want to see more content. I want to see... I want to see... Um, because I remember Dynasty Warriors 5 had a lot of stuff. It had story mode, they free did. mode. They did. Oh, they I had, love um, Dynasty Warriors 5. What else did they have? They had... 
challenge mode. Tons of costumes. Costumes as well. They had like six different costumes for characters, and that was in the game. As and they were all different. They weren't just different colors. Yeah. They were just completely different designs, and that was so cool. Yeah, that's the thing. And and they brought costumes from previous games, from Dynasty Warriors Four, which yes. I noticed as well. And. That's and it a, was fun unlocking all of them. Exactly. And that's the thing that I kind of miss now that, you know, the whole DLC costumes, you the way you unlock them is you buy them. Like there, yeah. there is no really unlocking of costumes. That's been taken away. And I feel that there's a lot of stuff that's kind of been... they That they've taken away that kind of made me want to play the game more. You know? I used to yeah. play Dynasty Warriors because I wanted that costume or I wanted that weapon. I love Extreme or Legends games. Or even, because, like, unlocking characters. Yeah, that's another thing. That's... The way, you, well, you kind of you know, do like have those. That. They had, oh, I they believe, had, in five. Um, it was Lubu and Zuo Chi. Well, yeah, he was the secret character. He was. That, I, that was the thing. You had to unlock all the characters cool. to get him, and I think you had to play on a, a certain difficulty. And I think doing stuff like that would be very interesting. Like for me, Zuo Chi really wasn't. He didn't. I don't think he felt welcome. In Dynasty Warriors 8. And the reason I say that is because it's like... He was very, like... He just came out of nowhere in 8. Yeah, and it was okay to do that in Dynasty Warriors 5. Because, you know, he was branded as the secret character. Yeah. But, you know, in Dynasty Warriors 8, it's like... Man, you just did this because people wanted him there. And that's fair enough. But at the same time, it's like... Oh. He doesn't really have much of a story other than... Interrupting Wei's plans. Yeah. Ways plans and, and being a Liu Bei fangirl. That's what he is. Uh, you can't deny that. But that's that's another thing that kind of... And he's not me. part of Shu, so you can't stick him into Shu. Exactly. And the thing is... Um, uh, this is there's a, I'm getting into the gripes about the Dynasty Warriors game because <laughs> I feel that they're needed to talk about... Like Another thing was the whole Liu Bu story. Like, come on. It's Liu Bu. You've already... There's not much story to him, and then they kind of add more characters into the other kingdom. And I'm, I'm not sure, are they going to give Lubu his own kingdom for the next game? Because they, it looks like they're preparing yeah. for that. And I don't That's want that. That's what I was wondering. I honestly don't want that, because for me, Lubu was a character that, oh man, he's Lubu, he's overpowered, that's the only reason you want to play as him. And giving him, he has a story, yes, but at the same time, giving him the story and kind of ignoring Diao Chan. Like, I found that when they when they added the... the um, the when he, they added his daughter, yeah, I was um, like, you just completely. It was ignored. either you get the daughter or you get Dia Chan. Exactly, and I'm like, there was no middle ground. There was no middle ground, and I wanted to see the relationship between the daughter and Dia Chan. I wanted to see. Is I it, I did too. I wanted to see. Oh, was it like an awkward kind of stepmom thing, or or do they hate each other, or what is their relationship? And I want. I think to see they that. were in one stage together, and they didn't even interact. That's that's what's disappointing. It's like you have these characters for a reason, Koei. Bring them have together. Have them interact. Yeah, inter make them interact with each other. And I think that's what made Warriors Orochi more successful because you had characters from different games who and they were all interacting. All interacting. I, yeah. Yeah, I played a little bit of uh, Warriors Orochi three. That I really liked the fact that um, that you had to you had three people in your team at a time and they were all interacting in the cutscenes it was great yeah and that's a, that's another thing i'm not sure for dynasty warriors 9 if they're gonna do that multiple character system or if they're gonna stick with multiple weapons because mm. it was sloppy in dynasty warriors 8 and i'm gonna say i'm gonna i'm calling you out right now omega force <laughs> 
because it was a sloppy system because it was like oh you had heaven you had earth you had man those three oh, weapon systems yeah. and then when you got your your ultimate weapon like the highest weapon you can get it was always a heaven weapon mm-hmm. and it was like so that means i can't use two overpowered weapons what exactly and it was like uh if you wanted to play on higher difficulties it really wasn't going to help you at all and i'm not sure if they fixed that in extreme legends they i hope they did if they didn't i'm really angry um <laughs> But it's things like that. It's these small things. I mean, things. they're trying. They're trying new things, which is good. They're trying new things, it... but I feel that it's... They're not really experimenting like they used to. And they're focusing on Samurai Warriors, you know, which is a popular game. But I feel that... Why can't you just focus... Not focus. Why can't you just um, experiment on both games? Like, I want to <laughs> see this new system, like a Samurai Warriors style system, where you have effectively double move sets. That would be kind of yeah. cool. Um, or having double char- like two characters on the screen. Because the way Samurai Warriors 4 does it is that it's kind of mm-hmm. like Warriors Orochi. You can switch between the two characters, um, but they're both on the screen at the same time. So one of them will act as an NPC when you're not using them, and you can tell them where to go. Kind of like Empires. You know how Empires you can tell, yeah. go here or yeah, go there. Yeah, that's cool. And you can switch between them, and they- the game gives you an, ob- an objective. You hear that... You hear that sound, and you're like, "Oh, this means I have to do something for an object- objective." And Dynasty <laughs> Warriors doesn't necessarily make it as blatantly obvious, um, because you know they're not going to, and they want to focus on the story. But Samurai Warriors does it in a fun way, and it's like, "Oh man, I have this objective to do, and it's very difficult to do it with two characters." Um, well, if Samurai Warriors four that came out after Dynasty Warriors, right? Yeah, it came out. Uh, I think it was Dynasty Warriors eight. Um, Samurai so- Warriors four, th- yeah. If that came out after Dynasty Warriors 8 and it it turned out okay, I'm sure they'll incorporate something like that into Dynasty Warriors 9. I hope so. But at the same time, it depends because a lot of people, like like me, I was the kind of person that was like, oh man, this is just a fucking spin-off game. I'm not going to play it. <laughs> and I didn't until I was, I wouldn't say forced, but I was like, oh, man, you know what? I'm not going to be playing Dynasty Warriors, but I need to play a Warriors game. And recently I've been playing a lot more Warriors games. I've been playing Gundam. And I'm not a fan of Gundam, but I've been playing the Gundam game and it's very interesting. And I've been playing One Piece. I don't even watch One Piece, but I've been playing that Warriors game so I can see how Omega Force is doing things across other things, uh, across other franchises. And even the whole Zelda thing. That's kind of cool. You know, I'm, I'm not even a <laughs> Nintendo fan and I'm like, I want to buy a Wii U for this game. Um, so things like that. I just want to see how they can learn from different games. And kind of implement that, you know. I mean, obviously they are learning because with each new game they come out, there's something new about it. Yeah, and but hopefully... it's not really, they're not really experimenting. It's just like, yeah, this is what we learned and this worked from another game. I want to see... But look at when they tried to experiment. Look at what happened when they tried Dynasty Warriors 6. But that's they the... went a little too much. True, that was a little so, too much, but at the same time they I'm sure they're themselves. like, okay, last time we, we tried to experiment too much, it was it was a horrible, horrible disaster. So I'm sure they're just trying to, you know, slowly put in new things, trying out what's good. I understand why Technicore is doing that, is because that, that is their main source of income. Like, you know, this might be inaccurate when I say this, but Dynasty Warriors is a very popular game in Japan. It's always on, like, the PlayStation Store. Like, uh-huh. you know, you have brand deals with Pepsi and 7-Up and all of that kind of crazy bullshit, which is amazing. Um, <laughs> but it's like, it's kind of like Call of Duty, you know? Call of Duty that has brand deals with Doritos and Mountain Dew. You know, <laughs> it's I'm comparing it because it's going to be the same. 
at one point in time it's going to be the same and that's what i'm i want to prevent that um i'm you know i always see myself as i know i'm going to be big-headed when i say this but i see myself as Zhao Yun. Because I want to protect what I love, you know? I want to protect oh Dynasty Warriors. And I was like that with the TK family, you know? When the TK family existed, it still does, but, you know, it's not really the same as it used to be. Um, you know? But I want to protect what I love. I want to protect Dynasty Warriors. It doesn't mean that I want to have it the same always. I want them to kind of experiment. And if that means they make another Dynasty Warriors 6 mistake, that's fine by me. Um, because I they tried? Because at least I can I can appreciate and I'm like, okay, you tried that. That fucked up. Now, and then you make an amazing game that's like, yeah, we know we fucked up. Here's an amazing game for you. Or at least make me wait. Make me wait two years minimum for a new Dynasty Warriors game. Because I don't want to wait a year and get a new game. Because then you know they're not going to add enough things because there's always that pressure that, oh, we have to release this game now and we have to do this and... And, you know, when you have a year to make a game, well, they probably don't have a year, but when you have a year between games, it's like you have less time. You have less time to do things. Yeah. You have less time to innovate. So you just, you're like, oh, yeah, let's just slap on the new engine and, and do that. And yeah, I was a little shocked when they announced Dynasty Warriors 8 because it was so, uh, it was literally right after they, they released Dynasty Warriors 7 Empires. Yeah. And I was like, oh... I remember seeing the teaser for it like months before they announced it and I wasn't exactly sure what the video was for and then they announced it and the video came out again and I was like oh shit that was Dynasty Warriors 8 hmm. and I was shocked because it was so soon so I'm hoping I know most likely they won't do this but I'm hoping they'll take a little more time on Dynasty Warriors 9 I, I think so as well I think Tecmacoy could do this in a way where, um, similar to Activision and how they do this with Call of Duty, like Call of Duty mm -hmm. has more than one developer. Really? Yeah, they do. There's, they have um, Infinity Ward, they have, um, shit, I forgot the rest of the names. They have Infinity Ward, they have uh, Treyarch, and they have a third developer now. Because, you know, Call of Duty used to be one year, they would give it to one developer, another year, they would give it to another developer. So it was a two year cycle. Mm -hmm. But now, you know, they've introduced a third developer, so it's a three-year cycle for a Call of Duty game, which is more time, probably, than what Dynasty Warriors gets. Because they have Omega Force doing it all the time. And I think this is another reason why I think they gave Zelda Musou to Team Ninja. Because Team Ninja worked with Omega Force to do uh, Hyrule Warriors. And I think that's probably them... I think that's Tecmokoi probably testing the waters. Maybe they're going to do this, maybe they're not. And I hope they do, because... Zelda Musou was a great game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I played it a bit, but I don't obviously own a Nintendo <laughs> console. But it's a, it's a great game. It's a fun game to play. But I want Dynasty Warriors to be kind of not like that. But I want them to to have more than one developer involved in. You know, maybe have every like, have a two year development cycle and have it so that okay, this year Team Ninja are gonna do it, or this year mm -hmm. Omega Force are gonna do it. Because Team Ninja, it's not like Team Ninja don't have experience in hack and slash games. They make Ninja Gaiden, so they know what they're doing, in a sense. Obviously, they have the experience now from Zelda, Zelda Musou. I'm getting confused now, because I'm saying Hyrule Warriors, and then I'm saying Zelda Musou. So I'm, I'm jumping in between, and there's going to be a moment where I say uh, Zelda Warriors, which just sounds awkward. Um, <laughs> but it's going to get to that point, I feel that they're going to need to 
have more than one development team for Dynasty Warriors and have an extended development cycle or and then that way they can have a game every year and then still have two years of development or they yeah. can make us wait two years there's going to be people that you know are going to complain about it but at the same time you're going to have other games coming out like but people are always going to be upset about something that's true people are always going to be upset but at the same time you always have games coming out made by Omega Force like Dynasty Warriors 8 and then you had um, Samurai Warriors 4 you know if if there was like okay one year we're going to do a samurai warriors game one year we're going to do a dynasty warriors game i think that would be a very interesting concept mm-hmm. it will piss off a lot of people of course we can't <laughs> avoid it but at the same time that increases the development time for dynasty warriors because then you're going to get two-year development cycle which would be great because that means they have more time yeah. to experiment yeah and then they have more time to experiment and actual fans and to add more things definitely yeah and as fans of the Warriors series, you're still getting your Warriors fix from Samurai Warriors or from another game, you know? It doesn't necessarily need to be Dynasty Warriors. And I think people that are listening, try Samurai Warriors? I know people are going to be shooting me with arrows or something, but it's an interesting game. And even if you're not necess- if, even if you play Dynasty Warriors specifically for the Chinese history and you're like, Oh man, I'm only going to play Dynasty Warriors because, you know, I'm only into... If you're one of those people, <laughs> fair enough. But at the same time, it's not really an accurate game. So why not try... It's really not. Why not I try... I know a lot of people get angry about it because it's not accurate. And honestly, I don't see the point in getting angry that the fact that um, that the game isn't accurate. True. Because it's a game. They're not going to make it historically accurate. Um, because it has fantasy qualities. It does. And yeah. they, it needs to cater to a larger audience. And, and not only that, it's the fact that the book itself, that the game was based off, Romance of the yeah. Three Kingdoms, that's not accurate at all. There's a lot of fake that's characters either, in no. the book. You know, yeah. Guan, I don't think Guan Yingping was supposed to exist, or even Guan... Wait, Guan, I think Guan Jing was the only Guan son that's in Dynasty Warriors that is actually supposed to exist. Correct me if like, I'm Guan wrong. Like, Guan Suo isn't a real, yeah, real Suo, son, Guan but he's Suo, in the book. Well, well yeah. he's in a book. He is. He's he's mentioned in. I think he's actually mentioned in uh, Romance of Three Kingdoms. I'm not quite sure. Even Diao Chan, it's not really real, or mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> other things like that. There's a lot of characters that don't necessarily exist, or their stories are over exaggerated. Yeah, um, like Jing Sai. Yeah, Jing Sai. Um, who else doesn't? There's a lot actually. <laughs> a lot of them. There's like you know the Battle of Changban. You know, where they're the whole uh, Zhao Yun trying to find yeah. his... Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that story is... Ve- like if I was reading a book, it was like Zhuge Liang's... Um, it's not like his autobiography, but it was a book about Zhuge Liang from his perspective. And he, he, oh. he goes into detail about what actually happened. And it was... To me, I was reading that and I was crying. I was like, what the hell's going on? Liu Bei's... <laughs> um, there was a carriage. You know, in, in previous Dynasty Warriors games, I've actually mentioned this before... Uh, I believe it was Dynasty Warriors 5 or Dynasty Warriors 4, Guan Yu, I think, or someone is in charge of protecting this carriage mm-hmm. with Liu Bei's wife and his daughters. Yeah. Um, in the book, it, it mentions that they were stolen. Well, obviously, they were kidnapped. And they were sold to Cao Cao's officers mm-hmm. as wives. And it's like, they wouldn't if if you know if you want an accurate game they're not going to put that in dynasty warriors i tell you from now because that is just really depressing you can't i think you can't really get to that point and obviously there is a lot of issues to kind of overcome with um 
putting stuff like that in these games because yeah. the, the real history is really bloody and it's really yeah. gory and stuff and this I don't know what rating it gets in America but I know here it's a 16 uh, I think it's over here it's rated, rated teen. T yeah. teen. hold on I have it in front of me teen. teen is like for ages 12 and above isn't it yeah, it's rated T. Because I remember over in the UK, Dynasty Warriors used to be rated 7. For age 7. And then oh, after, age 7. Age 7, that's why I used to play it. And then after a while, it was rated um, it was rated 12. And then up to Dynasty Warriors 7, it got rated 16. Which is... I, b <laughs> I believe that's the rating in America for Mature. Oh, is that is that why in some of the trailers it's... Peggy 16 yeah. or something. <laughs> they say Peggy 16 or Peggy 7. There's stuff like that. They have to say that because it's not mature. Because see, I'm not sure your mature rating in America is probably 17 plus, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, It might be 18. Maybe 18. Uh, you see, is... It doesn't matter to me because I am over that age. Don't reveal your age, Swan. I'm not. A, la a lady doesn't say anything. Say her um, yeah, but that's... Oh, please. Are you... Are you... Sorry, Swan. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you and I are both old, so I'm it doesn't old. matter. Guys, if you're listening to me, I'm not old. Swan, Swan, He's old. Swan feels Fish old, so old. she's making me feel old as well. No, she doesn't want to you're be old. You're like almost the same age as me, I'm so 20. we're both old. I'm 20, Swan. That's great. And I'm 22. Yeah, but that's not old. Jeez. You called me old. I didn't say you were old. Earlier. Oh, yeah, I did actually, like five seconds ago. <laughs> and even before this recording, but exactly. But let me get back onto my point, if if I may. The whole eighteen thing. I think um, the reason that games get rating of sixteen in the UK was that the Dynasty Warriors games haven't really changed, um, other than the fact that it became more sexualized. So they had to give it a sixteen rating. Um, mm -hmm. You know, with people like Lian Sher and Wang Yuanji mainly. I would I can understand why they did that. Um, even male characters like Ganning, to this mm -hmm. day I don't think he has nipples. He used to. <laughs> Ganning, bring hashtag bring back Ganning's nipples. He used to have nipples in Dynasty Warriors he Four. He did. And now they now it's been like smoothed they over. They got rid of it. <laughs> the thing is, even like GI Joes and Action Mans, they have nipples, and they're action figures. They have nipples and they're action figures. I don't know why they don't have nipples. But anyway, that's um that's something that is annoying for me, and I can understand they do the ratings like that because if they made Dynasty Warriors realistic and they put blood into Dynasty Warriors, not many people would play the game <clears throat> because it would be rated 18. It probably wouldn't be sold in Japan because they're very strict with their ratings. It probably wouldn't be sold in countries like Germany or anything like that. So the reason the game is like this, and the reason it's like I would say cartoon violence because that's how they list it over here. Um, is because if you tell someone, oh, Dynasty Warriors is a game about killing thousands upon thousands of people, and you don't give them any other backstory, it would freak them out. <laughs> Especially if you showed them gameplay and there was blood. That's, I think, why um, Warriors Legends of Troy really didn't do well. Because, um, you know, it was the, I think it was the first Warriors game with blood in it, and they stopped doing that after a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Swan, what do you want to see specifically from, um, like, a Dynasty Warriors 9? Like, do you want to see new characters and stuff? Like, who, which new character would you like to see out of all the characters that has not been 
in the Dynasty Warriors game before. I'll be completely honest. I was actually asked this on the blog um, like a while back. And to be honest, I don't have a specific character that I want to be in the game. I just want more more um, Wu characters for when it's just Jin and Shu. Because right now it's just Leon Shur and, and uh, I forgot the other one, uh, Ding Fong right now. Mm-hmm. And it's like we keep seeing them and it's them and the generics. I want to see actual characters who are alive at the time when it's Jin and Shu. Mm-hmm. Because it's just kind of annoying killing generics who look exactly like the other ones. Alright, fair enough. Um, for me, there was a character in Shu that ev- I remember on the popularity, uh, when Chin, he, he like made a poll, like a popularity poll, and he was like, which character do you want to see? And a lot of people were like, yeah, Juran, Juran, Juran. And then there was this character from Shu, I forgot his name, but he was there since the Yellow Turban Rebellion all the way until the fall of Shu. Mm-hmm. I want to see him, and I want to see how he kind of experiences that, you know, with characters like uh, Zhao Yun and all of that kind of stuff. I think that would be interesting. Um, another, but I was kind of disappointed with Juran. I was like, this isn't Juran. He looks kind of young. He doesn't look like how... Because I, I imagine like... Oh, oh no, no, wait. Juran and... Who was that guy that was a generic? And he was like... What's his name's bodyguard in the old games? He was Zhou Yu's bodyguard. I forgot his name. He's in the game now. Uh, he's that guy with that weird pike thing. The hand pike. The what? The hand pike. The... Han Dang? Han Dang. Yes, Han Dang. The, the aunt... Oh, that's so sad. He's forgotten in the games too. He... No, he's in the game. Fish. He is in the game. No, as in in the game, he tries to get people to notice him. Oh, he's... Oh, yeah. No, that's true. And I think that was smart because he was always forgotten in even when he was an you NPC. You forgot him. I forgot him, but he was he's a kind of badass character and I liked his character design, but then... That's how they could have done Juran. They should have gave Juran the same kind of thing. Because in the previous game, Juran used to be this NPC character and he always had this mustache. And Juran looks so baby-faced and I'm like, what the hell? I mean, you have to cater to the to the people who want young-looking guys in Wu. I mean, it's true, they're the, the most good-looking. <laughs> no! Wu, Wu, Wu characters are not the most good-looking. Um, Are you sure about yeah. that? Yeah. I'm very they sure all about look that. so adorable. Um, I would tell you who it's Shu, Shu, not Wu, Shu. Because Are bear you? in mind, you got uh, Ma Chao. Yeah, really, really good looking. Okay, have... but they're they're more like mature, hot. Wu is like is like high school, college hot. Ah. You get me? <laughs> I, I understand, but at the same time, I'm like there are some other characters like that. Ma Chao used to be like that. Remember Machan when he was introduced in Dynasty Warriors 4? He was like, oh yeah, Machan. And the thing is, they kind of diluted a lot of characters. Which, for me, is not the best. I want to see more, like, yeah, I'm this character. And, and if you're going to introduce a character, Koei, give them a proper storyline. Not like Guan Yin Ping <laughs> that has one battle. Because um, I want to know more about her. I want to know more about Guan Yu's children. I want to know about Zhang Bao a lot more. Like, you know, he's... Oh, uh, yeah. He I was just in the Nanman battles, him. and that was it. I was like, what? And then he died. Yeah, and then he died. So sad. And the thing is, why would you give them, like, especially the Guan Jing and I think uh, Zhang Bao have musos where they use their father's weapons? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting. And, and their feel... outfits are very similar to their father's outfits. Indeed. And I feel that 
if you're gonna do that, at least show that relationship. At least show the relationship between them. Like, I haven't seen uh, a battle where um, Zhang Fei and Zhang Bao actually talk a lot. It's just like, hey. Oh, yeah. You're my son. Hey, you're my dad. Yeah. That, no. I want to see I like, mean, that relationship. Sometimes they do it for, like, the daughters. Uh, I mean, like, Zhang Fei and Jing Sai. They do, because Jing Sai has been there for a longer time, and I feel that she's more developed as a character. I remember when she was first introduced into Dynasty Warriors 5, she was really this, like, super cute character, and her voice has changed a lot. It didn't match her. The voice did not match her uh, personality, definitely. True. I um, agree with that. And I like how they changed But in 5, they were, they were great about building her relationships with the other characters. Like, she had a relationship with Guan Ping. There, she had a few scenes where she talked to her dad. And she even had a relationship with uh, Zhao Yun. Yeah. So those were cool. That was cool. And another thing is that where the hell... Is Guan Ping is like irrelevant in Dynasty Warriors 8. I've noticed this. <laughs> I remember in Dynasty Warriors 7, it was uh, Jing Sai and Guan Ping in the training mode. Um, uh huh. That, that, that was great. And, you know, they still have this kind of relationship. And they know, you know, you know Liu Shan. But it's just in training mode. In Dynasty Warriors 7, he's in that one stage and then he dies. True. And then it's all about Guan Suo. It's true. But at the same time, you had to have that happen because, you know, Liu, know. Liu Shan yeah. and. Jing Sai and all that, and he, he had he had to. Pass no, this on the is torch. not about shipping. <laughs> oh, another thing is ships. Ship is. I, I think they've they've noticed they've realized that shipping is very important in Dynasty Warriors and obviously within the community. Mm -hmm. I see people ship characters that I don't think should be shipped. Uh, <laughs> my main one being Cao Cao and um, Shahudun, only because they're related. That's, that's another thing. It's like, they're cousins, dude. That's messed up. And another one is Cao Cao and... Um, I've seen the ship on Tumblr a lot. Cao Cao and Cao P's wife. Shit. <laughs> I forgot her name. I've seen them. I've seen them. I've seen it. And then it gets to a point where it's like Rule 34 stuff. And I'm like, no, no, no. Well, you know, people can ship what they want. Um, I'm sure when they're shipping Cao Cao and... Shihawadun, it's not because it's mostly because of how close they are. True, but then I've seen people ship and not Sao because Sao of and the relation. Sao P, and I'm like, what the fuck? You can't do that. <laughs> like they can do whatever they want. No, I think is when for me rules of shipping applies. Like I'm okay with you know if you want to ship like Liu Bei and Guan Yu and and Chang Fei and make them have a gangbang. I'm fine with that. Like, I have nothing against that, but. I have it when, you know, when they're related, when characters are related and it's like an incestual relationship, I'm like, you can't, please, no, don't do that. <laughs> like, if I've seen ships with, you know, Sun Quan and his sister, and I'm like, no, you can't do that. For me, it hurts my heart because it's just like, dude, that's messed up. And people are listening and you can do what you want, but at the same time, it's like, I'm, I feel well, awkward. Think of it this way. It's your opinion and it's also their opinion everyone's entitled to one as long as you know you don't you don't put them down for having their opinion it's all fine but at the same time that stuff is illegal fish we're talking about i know but dead it's weird people 
<laughs> no, now you're bringing in dead people. Now it's like dead people who some of them didn't even exist. True, that's another thing. But at the same time, it's like I, I can, I'm fine if someone shipped Liu Bei with like, Diao Chan. I will contest that ship because I'm like that doesn't make sense. But fair enough. But then, well, wasn't that in Romance of the Three Kingdoms, like the game? No, it was in Kassan. Or um, it was in yeah, that, it was in Kassan. But Kassan was like a fucked up game to begin with. I rem I remember Kassan. They had Wei on without a mask, and it was really <laughs> weird. And it was like, oh, Yu Ying was really awkward in that game. She was like really happy go lucky, and she was like, <laughs> and she would always make references to her boobs in the game. And I was like, this game is rated like. 12 i'm like i was confused but it was um i love kessan that's another thing they should bring back they're not going to but yeah um i just have a, a, a problem with incestual shipping if you want to do that fair enough but at the same time it's like uh it makes me feel awkward um <clears throat> especially when people do that i mean i'm i'm okay of whatever ships people are into as long like i said as long as you don't put it down and say oh you're not allowed to ship that or this ship is horrible that's just that's just sad like let people have their own opinions same with liking characters i know people have strong opinions about certain female characters like but which, don't give me an bash them give me an example i want to know <laughs> i i want to get straight down to this which like female characters Gao people... and um and leon sure they usually get hate um and you know, Aww. people have their own opinions. You don't have to like a character, but don't don't put down other people for liking them. That's okay. just wrong. Fair enough. Fair enough. I understand, Swan. You mentioned Bao Sanyang, <laughs> and I have this brings me on to a point about oversexualization within the game, and it's mm -hmm. evident within her specifically, because you you know what I'm talking about. I just feel awkward to say it, but it's just like in Dynasty Warriors Seven her bust dramatically changed from Dynasty Warriors 7 to Dynasty Warriors 8 and it was just like mm -hmm. what? like it's something I never noticed and then and then it's like very obvious and it's like for me a character with bigger boobs doesn't necessarily make it a better character you know what I mean? like yeah. I, I know there's fan service elements but I'm like you don't need to fan service everyone maybe she was a popular character fair enough but I'm like you don't need that. It's like, you know, they don't need it. I think there's but, like too much fan service within. But for some it. fans, it is a draw. It is, but I, the way I see it is that. Although I do prefer, you know, actual armor for the ladies. Yeah. Not, not just cloth over their boobs. That's true, um, but at the same time, you know, it's it, as you mentioned, it is a uh, big thing in this game and I think that's another thing that kind of changed the ratings I mentioned that before but you know character like <clears throat> and certain characters shouldn't actually be fighting in this game that's another thing uh, certain characters historically have never actually gone to war um, but you know certain characters I don't think will get armor I think Leanne sure should be a character that should have more armor because you know she's always that you know in terms of her personality she's very like strong and you know i i don't want to say sundera but she's very like mm -hmm. how do you say it like she's always there for sun kwan or sun i'm saying sun kwan sun chuan <laughs> um you know she's always there for him and whatnot and she's kind of like that motherly figure she's like the mother of Wu. 
That's how I uh-huh. imagine her, and I think that's kind of awesome. Um, and like characters like Jing Sai as well, I've always imagined her to have quite a lot of armor. And it's kind of weird. Like a lot of men, char- uh, a lot of men characters. What? What an idiot, fish. A lot of male characters have <laughs> a lot of armor. Like um, shit, Shahoba. Shahoba. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Shahoba. He has a lot of armor. And it's like, he's such a short guy. How the hell can he drag? And he looks like he's, he looks like he's um, getting a hernia at some point. He's cute. I he's, like he's, him. He's a cute character, but it's like, he has to, ca- like in the first game, he had to carry like a sword, massive sword. And he always looked really <laughs> uncomfortable carrying it. And then in the other game, he had to carry like a rocket launcher. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> and that's another thing. Dynasty Warriors is becoming more creative, yet very crazy with their weapons. And I like that. Like, it's cool. I I really enjoy it. I know a lot of people are like are angry because they're not historically accurate or something. But it's so cool. Like it's a it's But the thing it's is it's not an accurate game, so put in yeah, some super cool weapons. Exactly. And I think is that if it was historically accurate, a lot of characters will be fighting with swords and spears. That would exactly. be it. And it's kind of fun to have like really dumb weapons. Like sometimes like that that rocket launcher thing is hilarious. Or Guo Hai's machine gun. Like, stuff yes. like that. That's, I love that. I love that. And I just love playing as that. And obviously, It's you, fantastic. And obviously but you get, like, really it, dumb weapons, like the shish kebab thing. What the hell? You really... <laughs> or Liu Shan's bench. Oh, my... What is that about? <laughs> I finally got used to him using that sword. Well, no, he, he... I think I think it goes well with his character, though. <laughs> and Guan Suo's shoes, that makes sense because of the Musos, but at the same time, it's like, shoes? Oh, the thing is, why the hell? They gave Guan Suo um, nunchucks in Dynasty Warriors 8. Uh-huh. And then in Extreme Legends, they gave him shoes. And Ling They're... Tong still has that weird Dynasty Warriors 6 weapon that he had, which is kind of badass. Yeah. But then who the hell's going to use the nunchucks? We'll see in Dynasty Warriors 9. Uh, that's the thing. I, I There's probably going to be an announcement at TGS. But I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not. Because <laughs> it's like... I, I'm. This whole point of this episode is for us to kind of discuss what we want to see. And what, what stuff is probably not going to happen. But a part of me wants me to see new characters. And I want to see like... Oh man, I want to see this character. I want to see that character. I want to see... Uh, who's the other guy? Um, not Chen Gong, because he's a new character. Mm-hmm. There's this character that was really interesting. I forgot his name now. Um, <laughs> I want to see characters from the Yellow Turbans. I want to see um, Hei Jin, or whatever his name is. I want to see Zhang Bao from the Yellow Turban Rebellion. Oh, yeah. I want to see that guy that, that's not actually Chinese, but he's in the game. Um, he was in Dong Zhuo's army. I forgot his name. Ah! He's not actually Chinese. He's like West. It's okay, Bish. You're forgiven. There are way too many characters there's way, to there's way too remember. Many and he's an NPC, but he always you notice him in the game because he's a very unique NPC because he's actually mm-hmm. an NPC that wears a mask. Yes, yes, I know who you're talking about, but the name <laughs> I don't remember either. <laughs> I, I want to know his name, but that's the thing. I I remember reading about him. He's not actually Chinese. He's like something else, and I want to mm-hmm. see how is that kind of. How is that brought in? I want to see his story. I want to see, is he from the West? Is he from, like, Mongolia? Is he from any other part in Asia? I want to see how he's kind of implemented in the game. That's- I mean, that'd be really cool, having an having 
the other factions having like their own stories. That'd yeah. be cool. I think they need if they have more time, I'm sure they could put it in. Yeah, I, I want to see that. Like, I don't necessarily want to see a Dongzhua army faction, but I just oh, want yeah, to no, no. see like other characters because you know there's not really much to about their story because they did that in Dynasty Warriors Five and they only had like two battles in that when you played at Dongzhua or something. And they would always they would always be overlapping battles as well. They wouldn't be necessarily unique battles. Mm-hmm. But I want to see a character like that, and a lot of these characters, especially from the Yellow Turban, which I, which I think they should do, um, is that characters from the Yellow Turbans go and join South South. They go and join um, Liu Bei. So, do you know what I mean? There's a lot of characters from that Yellow Turban Rebellion that you can actually have them legit kind of continue their story on, um, mm-hmm. which is I think is the best thing to do. And I think Koei, if you're listening. <laughs> somehow you've translated this if you're listening please like <laughs> bring in some uh, yellow turban rebellion characters um possibly like some really interesting ones and have some really silly like extreme legend mode stuff like i remember <laughs> in dynasty warriors 4 there was a battle that was after the yellow turban rebellion you had to do you had to kill a certain person in a certain amount of time and you unlock it and it was like a side mission kind of like how dynasty warriors 8 had the uh side story with uh-huh. the um you know alternate timeline and stuff but this one was like oh you're playing as Liu Bei's army and you're playing as Liu Bei and then they kind of use this kind of mystical magic thing and your whole army is against you and you're just one person you have your bodyguard or the other person uh-huh. that you're playing with and everyone everyone else is against you and you have to kill them that was interesting <laughs> and it was like even even the people and and Liu Bei, and in that situation Liu Bei is like these are my people I don't want to kill them. And he has this kind of internal monologue that's very interesting. And if you ever get the chance to play Dynasty Warriors 4, you should actually play it because it's a very interesting game. Another thing that I think... Are you talking to me? I'm, think, or are you I'm talking to everyone, people? but I know okay. you haven't played Dynasty Warriors 4, so you should play it. Um, I have. Oh my god. You said, no, you said you haven't. As, as far yeah, as but then I played it. But have you played that? I took your advice, Oh, you Fish, took my okay? advice? Oh, wow. I did. Swan finally I'm took not going to go to you and be like, oh my god, Bish, I played Dynasty Warriors 4. I have a life, you know. Wow. That, that <laughs> hurts me inside, Swan. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, another thing that I think will, may happen, but at the same time I can explain why it won't happen, is that if they do a HD remake. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they already have the games on the PSN store. I'm not sure if they have it in America, but I know they have... I mean, it'd be cool if they did um, an HD remake. Yeah, because I, I remember Dynasty Warriors kind of hint... Dynasty Warriors 7 hinted towards that when they done remake battles. And it was like, oh, this battle is exactly the same. This is Dynasty... It felt like Dynasty Warriors 2, the map layout was the same, but just in new graphics and stuff. But at the same uh-huh. time... But what I mean by HD remake is not like Final Fantasy 7 HD remake. <laughs> I mean, like... <laughs> Shitty graphics, but I just want to play it on my PlayStation 4 in one disc. That's it. Um, that's what I mean. I just want the same game, just with trophies and... And being able to play on the new consoles. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I mean by that. I still want the same shitty experience, shitty graphics. I want that. Uh, shitty voice acting. I all I want all of that. So, obviously, they, they've already started doing that. You want Cow Cow. Yeah, I, I want I, I want cow cow and cow. I want all that cow pee. You know, I want cow pee, <laughs> cow cow. I want like uh, sun sun I want sun Quan. I want all of that. You know, I'm not I'm not just gonna stop at cow pee. 
I want like um, <laughs> what what did they call him? Suma? No, they even they didn't. They called him Simai. I want Simai back. You know, I want stupid names like that. That's what I want. And they've been doing that <clears throat> on the PlayStation Store. You can buy uh, Dynasty Warriors Four and Dynasty Warriors Five, and obviously the Extreme Legends and the Empires games for those. You can buy them, but you can't buy Dynasty Warriors Three, and you can't buy Dynasty Warriors Two. Yeah, the main reason they're a little too old. It's not because they're too old. I think Tecmokoi would have done that because in Japan, guess what? You can download oh. them on the PlayStation Store, all of the games. Um, because when they were brought overseas, they were developed, not developed, they were published by a game, by a company called THQ. And THQ doesn't exist anymore. Um, <laughs> so it, it begs to differ who owns the publishing rights. Did it go back to Koei Tecmo? Because if it did, then they would obviously put it back up on the PlayStation Store. The thing is, I know that a, a company called Midas Interactive um, had the rights to Dynasty Warriors 2 for publishing, because they did that. Um, and that game is so... That company, if you look on their website now, you see the, the stuff they did. They only publish PS2 games to this day, which is really weird. Um, and they don't sell the games anymore. So that way they can make they can still make money by owning the license. And the thing is, probably the license is not going to cost a lot. I think at this time, especially a company like Midas, which is going down, like it's it's probably going to be bankrupt soon. And when THQ became bankrupt, you know, people bought bought out the licenses for Saints Row and all of that, and mm -hmm. and they got them dirt cheap. And sometimes I'm like, you know what? They they published Dynasty Warriors three, and they published Dynasty Warriors two. What if I bought the license? I, I think if I go back in time and I buy the license... Sometimes, the thing is, if I bought the license to that, you know, I don't know how expensive they would be. Maybe they might be. But if I had the money and I bought the license, I would just give it back to Tecmo Koei. Do you see what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I'm i not going to make money off it. Like, I, just, I just want it to happen. I just want the... I'll give them back the license on the agreement that I get the game. That's it. <laughs> that they make the game available to people. Um... That's the thing. When these companies become bankrupt, they own they own the licenses, not Koei Tecmo. So that's for me. That explains why they can't do that necessarily. But it would be nice. I think you know, giving people the opportunity to buy uh, to buy Dynasty Warriors two and actually experience. Oh, this is the first game, and this is kind of cool. Like for me, I wouldn't have that problem of going through three discs because it would be digital. <laughs> I'll probably break my PlayStation, but. You oh know, God! I've always mentioned that every time I talk about Dynasty Warriors, I have to mention it, and it's you know it's an hour forty minutes in. I have to, I had to mention it there, and yeah, I think that's a good time to wrap up. <laughs> I think that's a good time to wrap up. So yeah, because I gotta play my love live. Whoa! <laughs> you know, it's not just about you and your love. No, I'm not joking. Uh, uh, we talked about this yesterday. I have to play my love live. Love live. I, you know, I like love live. Like. Obviously, we mentioned this before. Nico ni Vesco. Uh, no. Umi is not Vesco, though. Come on. You have, to, you have to remember. Just accept Nico as your lord and savior. No. She died for your sins. Take that back. No. Swan. Come on. No. Swan. I am not Swan. taking orders Swan. from someone younger than me. I'm, this is not orders. I'm just saying, please. Come on. No. Please. No. Swan, please. No. Please. I'm saying please. It doesn't matter to me. Swan. Swan. 
What? I see how it is. I see how it is, Swan. That's fine. It's fine. I, I accept your uh, opinions. <laughs> you, you've Good. Me you've mentioned it in this episode, so... Good. By that logic, you should accept my opinions and that I... I never said that your opinions are horrible. I just said I don't accept her as best girl because I have my own best girl. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anyway, mm -hmm. let's wrap up this episode. So, guys, <laughs> um, remember that this has been the Get Life Podcast. You can go check us out on iTunes. Just type in Get Life Podcast. Or you can check us out on Stitcher Internet Radio. Yes, we have upgraded to Stitcher Internet Radio. Woo! Which means, if you have an Android device, if you have a Windows device, I don't know who uses a Windows phone, but if you do, if you're one of those people, <laughs> you can check it out there. It's free. And without any ads, same with on iTunes. Another thing is, if you like anime, we have an anime podcast. Whoa! It's called Get Life Podcast Kunai. We focus on anime. We don't actually focus on manga. And what we do is we um, watch a whole series of anime that you suggest. Sometimes if you don't suggest anything, we will suggest them to each other. Samurai Champloo. It, I'll add that to the list. So <laughs> I'm, I'm watching it personally. I, but I asked you to watch that like months ago. I've watched it. Mm -hmm. I've watched it, Swan. I haven't sure. finished it yet, but I've, I think I've got up to episode 20 or something like that. Anyway, so if you want to make your suggestions, <laughs> guys, just tell us on the Twitter page. We have a new Twitter page for that. That's at uh, G-L-A-P Kunai, one word. Uh, tell us what you want to see, what you want us to review. And obviously there will be spoilers. We always talk about spoilers. We've had two free episodes. We've talked about season one and season two. So if you want to know about my opinions on Nagisa, I'll put the description down below i'll put it in the description anyway so um if you want to go talk to me on twitter about gaming or dynasty warriors or whatever um you can obviously check me there at get a life podcast we obviously do updates there as well you can also check swan out on the dynasty warriors blog swan give the url if you please dynasty dash warriors.tumblr.com and sarah and i are always checking uh if we don't reply it's just because we are busy playing love life <laughs> yeah Busy getting that Umi thing. Was it? Uh, was it for? Is it for Umi? Or was it for? Who's it for specifically? Yeah, it's it's her it's her event for oh, the so ja you, Japanese so each, game each at least. Character. Oh, you have a Japanese. You have the Japanese version. Yeah. I see. So you didn't download the English version. I downloaded both. Oh, you downloaded. Oh. Mhm. Mm pro pro here. <laughs> um, I don't download the Japanese version except for a game called Girlfriend Beta. Yeah. Fish. What? Should I be concerned? It's a good game. Do you know what it's mm -hmm. about? There's an anime about it. Um, it's a similar game to Love Live in terms of you collect cards and you feed cards to other characters and make them rare cards and whatnot. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but the thing is, you just go to school and you talk to girls. <clears throat> that sounds so creepy the way I'm explaining it. Yeah. But Do you hear yourself? I am hearing myself, <laughs> but you go to school, you talk to girls, and then you kind of battle girls against each other. And you're like, oh, yeah, you, you use their points and whatever. Like, each card... It's kind of like Yu-Gi-Oh! in a sense. Like, each card has its, like, defense points and attack You're points. calling girls Yu-Gi-Oh! now? No, I'm talking about this game, yeah. Girlfriend Beta. It's, uh, it's a very interesting game. You can play it on Chrome, Google Chrome. And you can also play it on a Japanese iTunes store and obviously Japanese uh, Android, Google Play Market, <laughs> whatever. It's an interesting game. Don't make fun of it, all right? It has an anime adaptation. Anime is all right. Game's amazing. Um... I like games like that. I like card games like that. It's kind of fun, especially Love Live as well, because it has that kind of rhythm element. 
I know I love rhythm games, like a Hatsune Miku game. They do that. Uh, you told me once, you told me when you first played, oh, it's a rhythm game. I'm not very good at them. I'm not very good at them. And then I got into it and I was like, yes. You're welcome. Thank you. I, I, <laughs> I, you know, I do not regret actually downloading the Love Live game. And now I actually want to import the game for the PlayStation Vita. Because they do have the, they have a rhythm game. And I'm like, I need it. I need it in my life right now. <laughs> I need more Love Live. There was this parody I saw, a Love Live parody, where it was like, oh, um, shit, I forgot what it was. And it was like, they were doing an English dub, and it was so fucking hilarious. Because um, Honoka was like, oh, rain, rain, go away, uh, if Nico is a basic bitch. And I, I was pissing myself laughing. Like, you know, when, when characters insult other characters, I find it it's funny. <laughs> um, especially when they insult Nico, like, you know, Nico Nico Nii for me is the best girl, but I know I'm, I understand not everyone agrees with me. So, you know. Anyway, hope you guys have enjoyed this episode of the Get Life Podcast. Woo! Woo! <laughs> cool.